Got it. I got it. We still out? Okay. Okay. Looked out for a minute, but I'm excited to have my guest today, Dr. Rob. Uh, my first time seeing Dr. Rob was at an event that was given by uh, Miss T in New Orleans, Louisiana, a women's empowerment event that she had. And I was like, okay, he got some knowledge. He got some wisdom. And then outside of all the knowledge and the wisdom and everything else, um, I, I got the book. I got the book. He can't love you. I got the book. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to stop ranting and raving. And I'm going to go ahead on and let him introduce himself to you all. Okay, what's up, what's up, what's up? I'm so happy you had me on here today. Uh, my name is Robert Nolden, um, affectionately known as Love Dr. Rob. Uh, what can I say? I, I, I just took uh, a lot of my toe-up experiences and put them into a nutshell and tried to uh, elevate people and enlighten them and give them some knowledge that they might have under normal circumstances just overlooked. Um, I love talking about relationships. I love talking to women about relationships and especially when it comes to giving them insight from the male perspective, which I think is a is a lost um, art form at this point. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to I'm trying to give it back. That's all. Well, you know what? It's 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 amazing and it's refreshing to see uh, men rise up and and really try to. Uh, really pour into the women around them and not just the women around them the women in the world because that is a it's, it's kind of extinct it's kind of extinct you know we have uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes who does the uh, woman power loose all over the world which is a very successful event and it's a, a very successful movement because we don't find a lot of women a lot of men being honest with women as well as uh Steve Harvey um, with the movement that he has even within the realm of his talk show when he does these segments about ex-Steve and you have a lot of women that want to know all these different things and what was his book? Uh, Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man those different things like that so with that being said it's refreshing to have a raw uncut edited version of it don't get me wrong because I am a Christian woman you know my my following my base and everything is Christian but um, I like to say don't be so heavenly bound that you know earthly good so I like to hear the raw perspective of things and I like to hear uh, a man speak and a lot of men fail to understand that you know they want a woman to follow them as they leave but the woman doesn't want to be led astray and so with that being said it's 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 a refreshing thing to have uh, a younger voice, uh, more a voice that can relate to the millennial, the at least at especially the the women millennials. I have three daughters, so I can only give them so much. You know, their father can pour into them, but nine times out of ten, kids don't really want to hear from their parents. You know what I mean? Really? But I'm I'm just glad that I, I'm able to have you on and kind of pick your brain because the thing that caught my attention which I've always followed your page and followed your quotes and everything. But the thing that recently caught my attention was where you were talking about a woman wants security. She wants security. Can you give us a little more insight on that? Well, I I think that for, for men, we have been misled for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. Let me be the first to say that. And so 
we get taught that um, we're supposed to be providers and protectors. And <clears throat> a lot of women want that. They want you to provide and they want you to protect. The problem is for men, we are in a position where we are providing the wrong things and we're protecting in the wrong manner. We'll go ahead and okay. say, okay, if we paid a bill, we provided a no. You understand what I'm saying? If I got a if I got a gun in my house or if I won't let any foolishness take place in my house, or if I don't let anybody disrespect you, then I'm I'm protecting you. I'm not mm-hmm. thinking about the fact that I may not be providing the right spiritual covering. I may not be providing the right emotional security. I may not uh-huh. be providing uh the comfort that you need. At the same time, I might be protecting you physically, but I'm not protecting your emotions. I'm not protecting your image when I'm in the street. I'm not protecting, you know, the way another woman is looking at you because of my behavior. So therefore, I'm moving in certain areas and I'm thinking I'm doing enough. And I'm wondering why my woman is not being responsive or receptive. Well, in Mm -hmm. reality, her thing is, well, look, yeah, you might have paid a bill, but you're not loving me right. Yeah, you might have made sure that this guy didn't disrespect me, but your behaviors are so disrespectful that I can't trust you to protect my image of my heart. So now I'm not opening up the way that you need me to. I'm not giving you all that you need because you're not giving me all that I need. And because we've been taught to be so superficial and look Uh at the material things that I provided, look at, I'm not letting him call you out your name so you ought to be happy. You're not realizing that there's so much more that is lacking. So until you realize that, then you can't unlock the woman that you're truly looking for. You can't get to that point where that woman could be everything that you need because you're not able to give her everything she needs. And the crazy part is, as men, we're not even taught enough to dig down deep into you and ask you what it is you need. Most people, and it's crazy, even if we related to a sexual place, most women can't get what they need sexually from a man because that man is not in tune with her enough to even sit down and say, look, I know I know how to do this, but what do you need me to know how to do? Right. How many people are, are just having simple questions like that? So if we can't get to that place, it, 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 imagine how many people are sitting down going, okay, Zita, what do you need from me as a man? Mm-hmm. Where, where, where am I falling short at? The truth is, I'm afraid to ask that because you might give me the truth. But where do, where is it? Like, I talk to a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of my uh, girlfriends and not just girlfriends, you know, nine times out of 10, I might have a, a woman inbox me on Facebook or Instagram or something like that. And I've had a conversation or two with women where I've heard you know what? I'm, I just don't understand his his angle. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't understand the angle? She said, I do everything for myself, Zita. I do everything for myself. I do everything for myself, including my kids. Now, uh, we're talking about a blended family here. I do everything for myself. I do everything for my kids. And then she says, you know, I get my nails done. I get my own hair done. Uh, I pay my own cell phone bill. I do all these different things for myself. Like, what do I need him for, sex? She said, because outside of that, he doesn't do anything. He doesn't come help me with the bags from the car. He doesn't contribute as it relates to, you know, doing things in the house. What do I need him for, Zita? And, you know, me being that person, I'm like, well, have you had that conversation? 
did you tell him what it is that you need? And then I get responses like, well, if I got to tell him what I need, what I need him for? Well, here's the thing. If you mm-hmm. don't tell him what, what you need, you can't hold him accountable for not knowing. Gotcha. That's first and foremost. But the second thing is, <clears throat> I'm, 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 I'm actually, I've jumped into this concept of, of writing all over again and blogging. And I'm, I'm lining up some stuff that, that I think women are really going to be able to benefit from. So as we're touching on this subject, here's a great one. I need you to get a type, not a, I need you to get a standard, not a type. Okay. okay. Now, okay. a type is what you like. It's what you want. It's what you desire. But a standard is something that once you set it, you're not going to leave that. If that person, I don't care how much you like them, physically attractive they are, financially attractive they are, if they don't meet your standard, uh-huh. then you're not going to interact with them. I say that to say this. Most women have gotten into a mindset where they've decided that I'm going to settle. Well, I got him, so this is what I'm going to do. If I don't see him doing it, instead of me asking him to do it, telling him I need him to do it, I'll just do it myself. And what happens is that man see you doing it yourself and decides, I don't need to do it if she already doing it. Right. <laughs> right. And you know what? That kind of then- sounds... It sounds like me because and the reason why that sounds like me is because I grew up in a single parent home and I see I've saw I've seen my mom do everything with eight kids. Eight kids. I think I, out of the out of my teenage life, I've seen two men enter into our home. But I've always seen my mom do everything. And she never waited for anybody to do anything. Now, outside of that, I'll be like, okay, I need this done. And if it don't get done in my time, or if it don't get done when I ask to for it to get done, I've developed that mentality of, you know what? I'm gonna do it myself. I don't have time to be waiting. I'm gonna do it myself. If you don't do it, it's gonna get done either way. And so sometimes instead of just waiting patiently for it to get done, I'm over here and do it myself. You know, let me tell you something. A lot of times my, my information and my insight comes from my own personal household you know what I mean mm-hmm. and my okay. wife is one of those people she's one of nine children her mama didn't hustle most of her life you know what I'm saying and, mm-hmm. and got it done so in her mind if you ain't gonna do it I'm just gonna do it and I had to sit down and tell her listen a lot of times I'm moving in my time frame it's not mm-hmm. that I don't hear you saying it it's not mm-hmm. that I don't have an intent to do it but I know how I want to do it so because mm-hmm. I have a certain way that I want to do it if you go ahead and do it you're gonna mess up the whole idea of what what I had in mind, right? Now, mm-hmm. I had to I had to learn that this is an impatient person who like to go with her move. So mm-hmm. now, when you tell me something, if I know for a fact I'm gonna do it, listen, I'm gonna do it. Don't you do it? I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you when I'm gonna do it, so we don't get this twisted, right? Because mm-hmm. I need you to know that it's gonna happen. Now, what I had to do to make her secure in that area going back to the security Uh is that when i say i'm gonna do something put a date on it and get it done you understand what i'm saying now once you once you once you started seeing me do stuff now even if it take me a little longer in your mind well at least i know he gonna do it because he did this and he did that you got to develop a track record of consistency however i think well a lot of men fail at and it, it it actually takes both people for the man to fail in this area. But the reason that a lot of men fail is because instead of looking at it going, man, every time I say I'm gonna do something, she jump up and do it before I get a chance. So I need to I need to figure out what she needs so 
I could I could show her that I'm gonna get it done so she can stop doing that or so she can not feel that she needs to do it they go well is she gonna do it I ain't gotta worry about it and she go well if he ain't gonna do it I'm just gonna do it now mm-hmm. both of us are really unhappy at the fact that it's being done this way mm-hmm. but to a certain extent she becomes complacent in the fact that well at least I got it done and he becomes complacent in the fact well that's just one less thing I have to do but both mm-hmm. of them are unhappy with the fact that it's being done like this absolutely my thing my thing now in, in my relationship and how I feel about it is at the end of the day I need I need peace joy and happiness mm-hmm. what things do I have to do to get that once I realize what it is now I'm going with my move and I'm gonna do whatever I have to do there was a point in time where we had like financial issues my wife is very uncomfortable when there are financial issues taking place mm-hmm. because she's she's uncomfortable when financial issues are taking place this leads to problems in the house there's a discourse it's a disconnect right so uh-huh. once I got to the point now mind you I'm the same way it's just that I handle it differently so Absolutely. I can't I'm I can't be my all when I'm having financial issues you can't be your all when I'm having them so I found a way to resolve the money issues now is as, as everything's coming full circle I'm able to be more of what I need to be for her now mm-hmm. in that when I'm able to provide security in that aspect it allows her to open up and be who I need her to be mm-hmm. right in, in that process I realized that some of the days that I wasn't getting what I needed it was because I wasn't able to give what she needed you understand right. so by me providing that place of peace it opened up a whole new place of peace for me it's mm-hmm. a give and take and and that, that's why I'm so big on everybody accepting responsibility for the security of the person you're in a relationship with mm-hmm. you got to get to a point where you realize that in order to get peace you got to be able to give it in order in order for you to get that woman to be everything you need her to be find out where she's insecure at and then when you give her that security she is going to open up I, I I'd say like this think about it you're a woman you and, and you know how it goes mm-hmm. any man who's been able to get you to open up to, to your to your greatest potential right uh-huh. has been able to provide a place of, of security that you were willing to open up to that degree uh-huh. you know what I'm saying right most men are so self-consumed that they don't know that mm-hmm. and and going back to the going back to the earlier teachings of of men we've been so miseducated that we don't know any better we've been so misinformed that we are we are stupid by design not by choice if that makes sense oh, yeah, you know what I mean sense, yeah. so so and, and I tell people this all the time I love my daddy to death but if I had become the man he taught me to be I wouldn't be nothing right because I, I remember the conversations of have as many women as you as you can because that's what a man's supposed to do as long as you bring as long as you're paying the bills and you're bringing the money home she shouldn't have a problem this that and other that. this is this is stupidity but yeah but the crazy part is as misinformed and uneducated as we are in that area so many women have been given the same teachings right so mm-hmm. now where 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 we're comfortable in falling short you're comfortable in allowing us to fall short yeah. it, it 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 even spills over into a deeper aspect because right now and i say this all the time men have been sick so long they have forced women to become sick so mm. now instead of a woman knowing that a man going from woman to woman is a man 
who doesn't know the value of himself so he can't appreciate the value of a woman she looking at him going well if he, if he having that much fun doing it i might as well just do the same thing and what you do is end up rewarding a man who ain't nothing with you who's supposed to be worth everything absolutely stop that stop that like you can't expect men to do better if they can have you without doing better now i heard um i used to hear um this this singing well no i don't want to go there first let me say this when okay yeah when a woman says uh no i've heard this saying that you know what a woman can't and i don't want to get it wrong a woman can't when a woman loses respect for a man she can't she can't love him properly i think that's I'm a fact I, when I, I she loses all problem. respect for a man she can't love she can't love a man she can't respect that's it I was mixing it that's up a fa- and, and, and that is a fact mm-hmm. that is a fact because because again respect respect is at the center of every relationship mm-hmm. right respect is one of the most it's one of the most valuable components of a relationship mm-hmm. so how then do I love you effectively if I don't even respect you and respect comes in in, in in a multitude of forms like you got to understand like in order for me to to love you properly again i have to be able to open all the way up mm-hmm. when was the last time you gave your all to somebody you didn't respect absolutely but again absolutely. a lot of men don't know how to get the respect that they need let me let me tell you something and i'm going to go let me let me go in, into a situation there's I'm talking to a uh, a couple right uh-huh. and I'm listening to the guy talking as I'm listening to him talk I'm hearing I am hearing their problem in his conversation even though he's telling me his wife is the problem right catch that I'm <laughs> hearing I'm hearing I'm the problem in the conversation even though you telling me the wife is the problem so as he's talking to me I'm saying listen the problem is you keep telling your wife what y'all are going to do without including her in the decision of what y'all are going to do uh-huh right uh-huh. I, a, a woman taught me this a long time ago scared the living wits out of me because it didn't make sense at the time understand uh-huh. men don't know how women think so uh-huh. again woman comes to me and she's talking to me and she's telling me she has a problem right and uh-huh. if she's telling me she has a problem at the time we're dealing with each other and so she's like well I got this going on I got that going on and automatically I go into man mode and decide I need to fix the problem. Uh-huh. Right? So as I'm trying to fix the problem, they're creating it's creating more problems and I'm confused. I don't understand why this is a problem. And uh-huh. at that point she began to explain to me that sometimes when a woman is talking to you, she's not looking for you to fix it. She's just looking for you nope. to yeah, hear it. That's it. Right? She needs you to hear. That's so, it. That was one lesson I learned. The other lesson that I learned from my wife which which was a very very important component was if in fact you recognize that there is a problem with your wife, girlfriend, a fiance, significant other All right, we still we still here. Give us a second. I think we got disconnected, but we'll be coming back momentarily. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, if if you recognize that there's a problem, you better be ha- you better have a resolve to the problem at that moment, right? 
So mm-hmm. as, as he and I are talking, he's telling me, well, I go to her and I talk to her and I tell her that she needs to get to a point where she, um, well, she it's time for, no, he said, now watch these words. Your hair all over your head and I need your hair to match your pretty face. Mm-hmm. She got offended. Uh-huh. And he could not understand why she got offended. And I said, was that a compliment? He was like, well, I was trying to tell her she was pretty. I said, well, let me ask you this. Oh, How do you boy. think that would have worked if you would have made that same argument, but you had already set her hair appointment? How would that have worked if you had made that conversation, or started yes. that conversation, but yes. you had the money for her to go get her hair done? Absolutely. See, right there, there's a different reception. Different dynamic. Okay, okay, now, so... How many men understand that dynamic? How many men understand if you want a woman to feel like she's a part of the equation, you gotta make her feel like one. Don't be a leader. See, being a leader saying, you gonna do what I say. Mm-hmm. Being a leader means we plan together. Like if I come up with a plan, we sit down, we strategize, I take the first step and then you come with me. There we go. I, I think one of the ancient old problems for uh, especially couples uh, a married couples is that normally the man thinks that he is supposed to hold the financial aspect of the relationship. You know, I'm the king of the castle. I go to work. I get up in the morning. I pay all the bills. I come home. I watch TV. I don't do a thing. But then you have to look at the other side of the coin. What happens when you have a mother that does the exact same thing? She gets up in the morning. She goes to work. She she help she helps pay the bills or not, or she comes home after work. She has to cook. She has to clean. She has to take care of the kids. She has to do everything, and then the problem comes in when the couple when the woman is saying to the man, you know what? I need more help. I need you to extend your hand further as it relates to helping me out, not just with the financial aspect of it, but with the whole general aspect of just being a team. So you find a lot of men beat their chest because they pay the bills and they think because they pay the bills that they do enough. And then I've heard women say, you know what? I don't feel like a woman. I feel like I'm just a housekeeper. I feel like I'm a mother and I don't feel like emotionally I'm being cared for and I don't feel like I'm being uh, looked after as a woman should be looked after. And then the problems come into the relationship. And when the problems come into the relationship and outside forces interfere, then the finger blame, the finger blaming is pointed. Like, you know, you stepped outside of this or you dealt with somebody outside of our relationship and this, that, and the third. And then her problem, her answer is because you weren't giving me what I needed. And his answer was, I was doing everything that I needed to do and I gave you everything you needed and you got a big mess. Well, he, he go the thing though. It, it, it's crazy though. Again, he's doing what he's been taught. Mm-hmm. Sadly, right? And mm-hmm. uh, okay, watch this. Before you got married, what class did you attend that taught you how to be married? <laughs> Maybe like a four-hour counseling session. <laughs> and now, 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 watch this. And this, this is very, very, this is very, very important. Mm-hmm. The funny part about it is. You go through premarital counseling, right? Mm-hmm. But even in those classes and those those hours, you're not taught the truth about marriage, mm-hmm. right? You're not taught how to be married. It's funny because there is no school course or class on marriage. Let me be honest with mm-hmm. you. The mm-hmm. biggest the biggest 
problem in marriage is we all plan it by ear. We all have our mm-hmm. own conception of how it's supposed to work and nobody knows the right way. The fact of the mm-hmm. matter is that my wife is supposed to compliment me, right? In the areas mm-hmm. where I fall short, she's supposed mm-hmm. to be my rock and vice versa, okay. right? The okay. reality is outside of that, that when we're in situations like whether it's situations within the home, if you fall short, I'm supposed to be able to pick you up. Say, check it out. I might not be able to cook, but if I can't cook, that don't mean I can't pick the clothes up off the floor, right? right. That, like, like common sense. If I help out inside the house, there's more time for you and I to connect inside the house, right? Absolutely. But again, for most men, our our way of thinking has not gone through the evolution process. Therefore, mm-hmm. if I pay the bills and I go to work, I've done all that I'm supposed to do. I've done all that I was taught to do. My mama, my mama was happy with my daddy doing that. My grandmother uh-huh. was happy with my grandfather doing yeah. that. And you ain't no better than them. You'll never be my mama <laughs> nor my grandmother. So therefore, right. you should be more than happy with what I'm doing. Right? Wrong. Mm-hmm. Wrong. That's 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 why I feel like, especially for for us as black people. We haven't matured in that area. And, and, and if, if we're gonna be honest about it, we're actually deteriorating in that area. Now now we're at a point where relationships have gotten to the point where as long as you having sex and I'm having sex, everything else is all right. I don't need you here for nothing else. I don't even want you here for nothing else. It's to the point where I would, I would not trust you with my heart, but I'll give you my body at any point in time. Wow. Just to keep from connecting with you. This, this is how this is how bad it's gotten. It's to a point where I'm all right with you being married and going to do whatever. As long as you give me me when I need it and we don't have to connect, I, at least I don't have to deal with the disappointments of a failed relationship. At least I don't have to deal with the disappointment wow. of heartbreak. So I'll subject myself to sleeping with somebody who doesn't value me, was never worthy of me, and at some point I'm going to regret sleeping with just to say that at least they didn't have my heart. Wrong answer. Wrong you know, I'm, I'm uh, now that you're speaking, and I, you know, like I said, more and more now I'm hearing more and more now. Whereas I didn't hear it as often. I don't know if it's COVID. I don't know if it's something in the water. I don't know what it is, but I am hearing a lot of women cry out for emotional protection, and not just emotional protection but a more of an emotional connection than anything. And out of the women, out of the four women that I can think of in my head and count on my fingers, those are the main things I've heard these women speak about. Emotionalist, no passion. It's just robotic. It's not, it's not filled with spirit or love or laughter or joy. It's just like, you know what? We developed this system. And since this system works, we're going to let the system work until the system fails. And that, that's the thing, though, like, for, for me, and, and look at it like this. My, my wife, uh, at one point in time, I was telling her, there was a point in time, like, if, if, I, if I was not connected with you, I wouldn't connect with you, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. if I if I didn't feel like oh we we at a certain place I'm not sleeping with you, you know what I mean? And she mm-hmm. was like, uh-huh. well, 
it seemed like even if you're mad, you should still be able to have sex. I'm not telling you I can't have sex with somebody. I'm telling you I refuse to. And she was like, why? Yeah, I said, because for me, I'm at a point in my life now, don't get it twisted. You caught me at my, my earliest stages in life. My my mindset would uh would be, okay, whenever I could get it, get it to me. It had no value then. I had no value mm-hmm. then. You know, but mm-hmm. now I'm at a point now where I want to be connected emotionally. So mm-hmm. if if we not on the same page, if I don't feel like emotionally I'm all the way connected to you, I'm not about to give you the pleasure of being with me. I can't mm-hmm. fake it. I can't pretend. I want that emotional connection. Most people are disconnected from that. And I and I I know that not enough men are taught to open up emotionally. There are a lot of women who are in relationships with emotional strangers right now. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A lot of the, a lot of the men that you see cheating in relationships, a lot of the men that you see falling short in relationships, those men mm-hmm. are emotionally bound. They haven't gotten to the point where emotionally they can open up and share what they need. So so it's not the women fault that they're not able to give it to them because they don't have no clue of what it is that they need to give them. But the fact of the matter is these men are still scared. These men are emotionally immature. And now they're at a point where this is, they're functioning in their dysfunction. I'd rather uh-huh. be with a bunch of women protected in my little covering without her having the key to how to hurt me rather than open up and say I'm hurting. So there's a quote from your book, He Can't Love You. You said, if a man still feels the need to hide his emotion, he is not ready for a relationship. At all. So what if he's already in that relationship and he still feels the need to hide his emotion? Guess what? What do you do with that? Guess what? I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in this, that often you don't have what you need because you hold, you're holding on to what you got. You understand? And I think that a lot of women are in relationships with men that they picked themselves and didn't wait for God to send them. And they're trying Mm. to make these relationships work and they're trying to make these people be who they need them to be. But that person can't be what you need them to be because that ain't the person God picked for what you needed. With all that being said, if you're in a relationship with somebody who is still immaturely, um, emotionally operating, your relationship Mm -hmm. is set for failure anyway. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Your relationship is doomed anyway. So you're going to have to make a point. And I'm a, I tell every woman this, and it, this is in an article that I'm writing right now. There are two, t- two types of women that will have mm-hmm. complete control in a man's life, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's the woman that he wants and the woman that he can't have, right? Mm. For those two women, he is going to work above and beyond any, any type of, of level that you could imagine just so he could obtain her, right? And as long as he have to work for that That's woman, deep. he's gonna always put in the extra effort. But the woman that he gets easily, or that he can keep with minimal effort, he'll never find the true appreciation for her, right? Mm-hmm. So when you got that man who can't open up emotionally, who can't give you that, who can't even give you the key for you to be the type of woman he need, you mm-hmm. might have to leave him. He might need for you to get out his way so he can experience that hurt or that emotional breakthrough enough to come to you and tell you where he where he lacking at. Or he might have, you might have to just get out of his life to get a man who's equipped to do that for you. Because I, I believe that when you get comfortable and complacent in that type of situation, 
what uh-huh. also ends up happening is that at the end of the day, you also perpetuate this lifestyle. Your children will start to mimic what you live every day. You understand? Oh, you start yeah. seeing this. It, it will, what your relationship, your 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 behavior, your mindset now becomes a generational curse. I tell people all the time, it's not diabetes that's hereditary. It's a lifestyle that's hereditary. You, it, yes, you will contract diabetes. Like I got it if you eating the way I eat. If you uh-huh. live, if you doing what I'm doing, how can you not? Again, that think about it like this. Even when you think about it from the COVID aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Most people mm-hmm. are getting COVID from going around people who have COVID, right? right. Those people mm-hmm. who are quarantining themselves, separating themselves from these situations aren't in a high risk category. Why? Because they're not exposing themselves to it. But once you mm-hmm. expose yourself to it, don't be surprised when you catch it. Absolutely. That happens Absolutely. in broken hearts. That happens in broken relationships. That happens mm-hmm. in broken mindsets. I say like this all the time. Imagine this. If you take somebody who has never been to the project, right? Who's mm-hmm. never lived in a project. And you let mm-hmm. them sit down and have a conversation with somebody who's in the project. You know one thing. We can make the project seem like a wonderland. Sure can. We can make it seem like the greatest thing since sliced bread because we uh-huh. we have we've adapted a mindset that even in our worst situations we found the greatest value in it, right? Yes, sir. But if that person who's never been there spend a day or two in there, they're gonna be like, "Oh hell no, I got to get about you." Absolutely. That's that's how you got to look at these mindsets. Yeah, if we can become complacent in it, we could pass it down from generation to generation. But once you get a view of the outside world and you realize that you know what I can do better I can move out of the situation now That's your powerful. children your children start to feel like you know what I don't have to be in this situation either That's powerful. so you got to break the curse somewhere yeah no you don't want divorce but look let me ask you this what would you rather have the vo- divorce and separation now and a peace mm-hmm. of mind or would you like to stay in this discomfort and then watch it play over and over and over again. Imagine mm. yourself as a grandmother sitting back, looking at your granddaughter going through the very same situation that you created, lived in, and oh, perpetuated. You know what? Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that for. I, I for, tell, for let me tell children. you something. I see. I'm I'm a realistic, and I and and one. I got a friend of mine, and 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 one of his biggest problems with me is that I'm me all day, every day, right? So mm-hmm. if we get together and we go out. I'm I'm married and I stay true to I'm married. You understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But you single, when you out, you be single. So when we out, he doing what he do and I'm doing what I do. And we can sit down and be talking and he'll start talking to some women and I, I give relationship advice. So guess where I go? Relationship mode. And he hates that, right? But, uh-huh. but I tell it like this. At the end of the day, when I'm around a bunch of men and they talking, I say, listen, What's gonna happen when your daughter brings you home? Mm-hmm. When she show up with you? What? Ain't that disgusting? What? See, that's why I got a gun now. That's how I can't wait till she bring. I'm gonna beat him up. Somebody should have beat, beat you up. You need to be. You need to be slap boxing with yourself right now. Uh-huh. You need to be Absolutely. slapping yourself silly because what you're showing your daughter is it's all right to be this person. It's all right to have this man in your life because look how many women's lives I'm destroying being me. Now, 
with that being said, I have like a two for one question for you. Like it's a two for one. I think it all ties into each other because there is a chapter in your book also, Why Do Men Cheat? And then I was, when I was looking at that, I was thinking um, of the old saying, I don't know if I'm saying it right, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And then I think about the story in the Bible when the man and the woman was caught in the adulterous act and they praised the, they didn't really necessarily persecute the man. They didn't really tell him nothing, but they were saying stone the woman, persecute her. Although the both of them were caught in the same act, the woman got more backlash than the man got. And I often tell my daughters too, or just young women that I might mentor or speak to in certain settings that um, you can't do what men do. You can't. You you can you can do it, but if you do it, you gotta expect the backlash that comes with it. Because when you do it, you looked at as a tramp. You looked at as promiscuous. You looked at as all these negative aspects, but the man is praised. Even coming up, the man is praised. You know what I mean? I, my son, my son said, my son looked at me and he said, mama, I don't know what it is. He said, but I got a problem. He said, I don't care what a woman look like. I'm going to find some good in them. Now, mind you, his dad has 23, his biological father has 23 children. Jesus and this is something... This is something that I pray against and I pray for my son all the time because my son is 26 years old and he has, uh, I want to say four or five kids, four, four kids, four different women. So it's like, okay, and I know I've given you a lot within a whole realm of this, but just moving back to that, okay, your heart is broken because you found out your girl was cheating on you, but you was cheating on your girl. So it's kind of like, what, well, how do you balance that? How do you make that make sense? And it's the same thing. I had to sit him down and say, well, baby, you were doing wrong, sweetheart. So you can't be mad at her because you done found out that she was doing wrong. Now you all heartbroken because you found out that she wasn't as good as gold as you thought she was. And now you having this heart attack and this fit because, oh, whoa, oh my gosh, she cheated on me. But you've been cheating on her for the last, since your relationship started. Well, see, this is this, there, there's so many components and elements. First and foremost, one of the one of the scariest things for men is this: in, encountering themselves, right? Being in mm-hmm. a position where where you have to be faced with you in the long run, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, that oh my God, I'm so hurt. Is I was caught off guard by by finding this out, but mm-hmm. how how much of this is my fault? How, how, mm-hmm. how much of this to happen because I wasn't doing what I was supposed to. See what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so there's a whole nother element to that. But let me let me say this. I tell men all the time that you will always see somebody who is attractive. Uh-huh. Right? But attractive uh-huh. doesn't equate to value. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody's fine don't mean that they're gonna add to your life. Just right. like, like at the end of the day. You have to be honest with yourself. It's not about the sex because the sex is never enough for you because you're going to look for more sex. Mm-hmm. So clearly, your your sex is not the problem, right? Because mm-hmm. even when you're mm-hmm. getting sex, you're still looking for more sex. So mm-hmm. now there's something inside you that is missing. 
what is that missing component? Most of us uh-huh. don't sit down with ourselves long enough to see what it is we're lacking. I I, mm-hmm. I say this all the time. I, I had a conversation with somebody about this yesterday. God sits us down so He could talk to us, right? Mm-hmm. But before He could speak to us, on most time, most occasions, we've already gotten up and started moving around again. Why? Because we don't want to be alone. We don't realize mm-hmm. that the answers that we're seeking can only mm-hmm. be given to us in that alone time, right? Uh-huh. So now here we are moving all around, running from the answers that we actually need. And we're going from place to place trying to find fulfillment in something when the answer is not in those actions. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with saying that you find a woman attractive, but if you if you looked at it and said, uh, when you reach that point in life, which is a point that I have gotten to, mm-hmm. when you reach a point in life and you realize that every time you lay down with some different woman, mm-hmm. even though in your mind you gotten up with a piece of her, she's also walked away with a piece of you. Mm. Now, at some point, you start to look at the the women that you've slept with and you start saying, okay, how many of those women didn't even deserve what they walked away with? Uh You know what I'm saying? Like, there there Uh has to be a point where where you start looking at it like that. Yeah, if you start looking at the physical, and the crazy part is, men have gotten to a point where their value has been placed in the, the quantity of women that they sleep with as opposed to the quality of women that they sleep with. So you mm-hmm. can find a woman who's fine but dumb as a box of rocks and be happy because she's attractive and yeah, I slept with her. And then somebody with intelligence comes along and have a conversation with her and go, that ain't nothing to brag about. Now you're offended, right? Now you mm-hmm. feel some type of way. But the reality uh-huh. is there's no pride in being able to say you slept with a dummy. I had to look at myself <laughs> and one of the biggest things that I, let me let me tell you something. Sometimes you have to insult yourself to get better. So what I had to do yes, is indeed. I sat back and I looked at a woman one day who was attractive, who at the time when I slept with her, I thought she was, man, this was a great thing for me to have done. And then I looked at it and I became so disappointed in her because she didn't see that she was too good to be sleeping with me. Wow. That, see, that's wow. see, that's a that's that's when that's you know true. you've matured. That's when you get to a point. Hold on, love, wait a minute. I thought you had some value, but you let yourself sleep with me. I didn't have no value for me. So what the hell did you see? When you get to that point in life, there's a true evolution taking place. Most Mm -hmm. people aren't there. I tell women this all the time. If y'all are looking at what men have done and y'all say, okay, I'm doing what men are doing. Let me tell you about the, the man and what he's done and what he's going through that you're gonna have to face one day. Take it from a man who's been where you are. Yep, I've been in a point where I've been so broken and so hurt and so distorted that I've turned around and I've passed that hurt along to women who had no reason or no affiliation with my hurt, mm-hmm. only only the receiving side of it. But yep, I, I've given it. They've been casualties of war, right? Yep, that's mm-hmm. happened. That's what a man does. Go around and spread his hurt, whatever, whatever. Then I've also been on the back end of some hurt that when I finally came to a conclusion of, you know what, I should do better. I shouldn't be handing this hurt out. Let me stop and let me go ahead and be a better person. And then my karma came and knocked on my front door, right? Mm. So then when karma knocked on my front door, I had an opportunity to sit down and look at that same man that you want to emulate. And I looked at him and I said, wow, look at all of the hurt that you've been through 
the hurt that you caused and now look at the women that you slept with that you had no value for but also you had no value for yourself right mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. look at look at some of these women and look how many you wish you could go and take your sex back from look at the women mm-hmm. that you wish you could go and take parts of your soul back from because you didn't just lay with them parts of you stayed with them so start looking at that and now now you got to realize that this is where those women who wish they could be men who want to act like men are going to have to get to one day when you start to mature and start looking at yourself going like what like cuz right now I I know some women right now who pass men and go man I hope he don't speak to me cuz somebody going to know I dealt with him you understand what I'm saying I like I know some I, I know some people right that like right now lord jesus hey boy hey how you doing keep walking please you know what I'm saying so uh-huh. so when you know that that aspect is is a probability in your life you got to start making better choices but you got to start you got to stop rewarding men for being less than men you got to get mm. to a point where if he's not where if he's not at least on on the road to where you want to go don't jump in a car with him you understand why, why would you be a ride or die with somebody who don't you don't know where they riding to mm-hmm. and right? i think that's i think i think it's more or less that um you know there are just women there are women that need to be in relationship there are women that don't know themselves enough to say you know what let me just take a step back to learn to love me and to be with me and to get to know me there are some women that i know that have to be in relationships and i say that to say because they bounce from relationship to relationship from relationship to relationship or they settle for these toxic relationships or they settle in these toxic relationships but the crazy so thing they... though is they're finding each other see that's the thing see sick people connect with sick people so and i know some something. men i know some men that are in the same situation and i'm sitting back and i'm like dog like listen to me i got it I, see we I don't hear that a lot dr rob we don't hear that a lot that there are some men that are in that situation man, because listen, I'm, i'm telling I you i heard man, men I'm telling you, I want I, I want you to hear me on this. I, I, listen, I'm watching a man right now who was with a woman, left a woman, and was with, like he was with her, left her, and in a relationship within six days. You understand? I mean, full blown move your stuff in type relationship, right? Was in that What? relationship. Listen to me. Was in that relationship for uh, a few years, say two years, two and a half years. Got out of that relationship. and within two weeks was living with somebody else you understand what i'm saying like listen to me and i mean and when i say we now mind you in between he started saying i need time by myself but time by myself for him is a couple of days time by myself is i'm just going uh i'm just going to chill for for about a week but see now i need somebody to be with now i need somebody here and then you don't just go to dating even when you dating even the people you dating are taught are made to feel like we in a whole another relationship you understand what i'm saying so there are men like that too there but again a lot of people have been taught that in order for them to be complete they have to be with somebody else but you can't somebody else is not going to complete you until you're completed like even think about it like this if you wait until you meet the person and that that your soul made right in order for you to be whole you're mm-hmm. always going to be incomplete because uh-huh. even if that person is complete and you're incomplete y'all can't even be a whole set 
Mm. Right? So in, in order for you to find somebody who's com- complete, you have to already be completed as well. You can't go in half, halfway done and expect somebody else to be full circle. Ain't gonna happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. so so now here we come, we come in there as two halves trying to be a whole and we keep mm-hmm. butting heads. When if we mm-hmm. came in as two holes, we could be a complete set and actually do some stuff. You know, mm-hmm. so again, I think like I and I, I I'm I'm about to do this uh I'm I'm about to do this thing for um for YouTube, but it's gonna be a, a thing. Um, it's called how to get the man you want, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the the first step is you gotta have standards. You mm-hmm. cannot you cannot bail out on your standards and don't settle, right? Mm-hmm. But also mm-hmm. when you meet this man, you gotta ask him questions, and your questions gotta be okay. Who hurt you and how did you heal? Mm-hmm. If I can't answer that question, leave me alone. If I refuse to answer mm-hmm. that question, leave me alone. You owe it mm-hmm. to yourself to walk out of my life. Uh-huh. Because if I can't tell you who or how I held, how, how I healed after, I'm still holding on to that hurt. I'm still yeah. carrying it. And I'm only going to transfer it to you. But, right. but few people ask that question. Few people are willing to go, man, have you even healed yet? Now, think about it like this. I have a partner and it was funny to me because I thought, I thought he just didn't want to be in a relationship, right? Uh-huh. So I thought uh-huh. I thought that what he was doing was setting himself up to avoid being in relationships, even with the questions he was asking. Like, who mm-hmm. goes into a situation asking these kind of questions? And then I sat down and I thought about it, and he was like, he went out on a date with his woman, and he asked her what was her five-year plan, and she couldn't mm-hmm. answer it, so he didn't go out on a second date with her. And I was oh. like, that's that's really harsh. And he was like, well, think about it, man. If she's never stopped to think about what she's going in five years, right? If she hasn't thought about what she wants or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. What can we do together? Mm. And I was like, that's a little... But what did she think about it after? And he was like, well, if she thinks about it after, cool. But what if she doesn't? So, And mm. I start interacting with her and I start building this connection. And down the line, she still don't know what she want to do in five years. But now we connected. Mm-hmm. Then what happens? Wow, mm-hmm. this makes sense. So again, if you ask a man who hurt him, how did you heal, whatever, whatever, and he can't answer that question, but you proceed to move forward with him, when you end up hurt, whose fault is it? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Makes sense to me. And, and I'm makes at a point now where, where, again, like I have several things that I want to do, and right now I'm trying to build an, an, an alliance with some other men who are going to mm-hmm. make it all right for men to feel like it's okay for you to be open. It's okay for you to, to say, hey, right now, I need I need to, to, to heal. I need to unload the baggage that I'm carrying. I need you to know that it's all right to go and sit down with your, your girlfriend, wife, whomever, and say, listen, I got some stuff that I need to get off of me in order for me to be a better man for you. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and until we as men get to that point, we will forever be enslaved with our emotions. We will forever go to the table and be little boys in grown men bodies and not be able to function the way that we're supposed to. And we'll never be the men that these women deserve. I'm gonna have to hook you up with my pops, uh, Bishop R.C. Blakes, because he, he has the Queenology movement going on right mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna actually, actually give him, you know, send him 
a text when we get off the phone so he can kind of you know fill this podcast out so he can see you know the wisdom and the knowledge that you're coming with but he got the queenology movement going on right now and he just he's just now launching kingology it's been in the works for now for a minute now he's launched kingology and uh, my husband just did the one of uh, the soundtracks for the actual movement that he's getting ready to do but um before we get off here um i wanted to ask uh, one more question and um i and this is what i this is what i've heard and this is what i've heard men say this is what i've heard people say i've heard them say it in the church when they did their marriage seminars and all this other stuff and then i heard it literally uh i wrote about it too um women are emotional men are visual but i've heard that men cheat for attention while women cheat for emotion emotional reasons what are, you, what are your thoughts on that um you know what I, I think that is that is a statement based on perception I think that mm-hmm. if a man doesn't have emotional needs then he wouldn't cheat and when I okay. say that I, I think that anybody who is complete in themselves don't mm-hmm. cheat you know what I'm saying me personally I, me and my wife have had this conversation before and mm-hmm. I, like I was telling her my whole concept behind cheating is this. If I don't feel like I can be all of me with you, then I will be nothing with you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I will go ahead and get out of your way and go somewhere where I could just be me. If mm-hmm. if I'm going to cheat, I'm cheating for some type of fulfillment. You mm-hmm. most like oh if you're not getting attention at home to go outside and cheat, that's an emotional act. You're acting like a child now since you're not going to do mm-hmm. it here. I'm just going to go ahead and do that. That's an emotion mm-hmm. that caused you to go and act like that. You understand uh-huh. what I'm saying? So technically, whether it's male or female, it still goes back to emotions. A woman who is really, really emotionally connected to her mate is not mm-hmm. going to cheat until that emotional connection is broken. Mm-hmm. A man who is emotionally tied to his mate can't cheat because he knows that it's going to impact her emotions. But if he hasn't invested himself completely emotionally, then there's nothing there to prevent him from doing that. So on mm-hmm. either side of the fence, it's going to be about emotions. Now again, there are other components because if I haven't matured to the point where I understand that my value is not tied to the amount of women that I'm with, right? Mm-hmm. Then again, I, I again I don't go out there and cheat. I still believe that far too many men are emotionally inept. And they're at a point where they still believe the prehistoric nonsense that uh the slavery mindset that the 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 more women you have, the bigger the stronger buck you are on the plantation. Uh-huh. You get it? Like that's that's what that's how I equate that. And that's like I still if I still gotta run around and prove how how big of a man I am by the number of women I sleep with, then I'm still not a man. So again, mm-hmm. I'm still in an immature mindset, and again. I'm allowing my emotions to 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 dictate my movement. So I think again where we where we're coming full circle now as a people, we're learning to be open and honest and talk about these things, right? We're mm-hmm. learning to put these things on the table and we're 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 starting to to appreciate the value of of other people's knowledge and wisdom. Um uh-huh. even if even if you look at the the will and Jada and August L seeing a situation and 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 your views on on that one way or the other. 
so many people are like, oh, an open marriage, how could they ever do that? Well, let me just go like this. Number one, I don't condone open marriages, but I will condone if that works for you, go ahead and do it. That's not, I'm not going to tell you, don't do what works for you. Me personally, I can't share a bubble gum, a color, or even a cover <laughs> at this point. So, so sharing my wife just ain't an option for me. But if you can live like that, live like that. However, yeah. I will say this, that a lot of people are in open relationships and don't even know it. So they have open, right? They they mm. they, they got the, the same kind of concept going on. But ask yourself this. In order for something like that to work, don't you have to be able to turn on and off your emotions? Mm-hmm. Don't you have to be able to shut down emotionally? Because for me, and I, I don't know if it's a learned behavior or if it's been an, an eight, because I, because most people function like I'm about to explain. For most mm-hmm. of us, seeing our mate happy with somebody else just ain't gonna work for us. Mm-hmm. You can't come home and tell me about the great time you had with your boo and then lay down and go to sleep with me. I can't take it. And that I'm is just not man enough. I'm just going to be real disgusting? with you. If you come through the door with that smile on your face, and I know how I put that smile out, <laughs> boy, it's going to be hell to tell a captain. You understand what I'm saying? Oh, Some stuff I'm yeah. not sharing. I tell people, yeah, the Bible says the bedroom is not defiled. So we could do we could do some things amongst you and I, but no, there are no third parties being involved. But again, the problem is not that they involve somebody. The problem is that somewhere, somehow, they've been able to turn on and off emotions that should stay on all the time if we were in a relationship, right? But uh-huh. I said all that to say this. People fail to realize that if you are in a position where you start saying, well, to prevent and protect myself emotionally, I'm going to I'm going to adopt this ability of you're in a broken place for real. Yeah. Because you could yeah. you could not be in a relationship and be with whomever you want and mm-hmm. not be not be subject to anything. But why get in a relationship where you still got to go outside the relationship to be fulfilled? Right. See, this, this right. is this is where we fall and we, we're in a we fall into a very, very narrow space. So right now, like I said, my goal is I feel like if we can get men to heal, because because see, that's where it's going to have to start, because men started this broken process, right? Mm-hmm. So if we can get men to heal, then we can get women to heal. And if we can get the men and the women to heal, then those next generations can heal as well. We have to we have to do it all together. And and it starts with being honest. And I think the only other thing that that I would I would say for women is when that man is unlearning what he's been taught, you have to do the same because in his mind, he had to be a Superman because most women are not equipped for Clark Kent. Mm. You know, when, when he shows up on those vulnerable days, when that kryptonite is kicked in and he doesn't he doesn't have the ability to fly, they got a lot of women that go, you supposed to be a man. See, a real man wouldn't let that. So now he got to puff up, stick his chest out, and he's going to go to any place he feel like is going to add that Superman trait to him. Mm. Very, 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 very interesting. So, before we leave, one, one, let's see if you can drop some nuggets for those that are dealing with the aspect of security being lost in a relationship. You no longer feel secure in a relationship. You no longer feel protected emotionally, physically, mentally, financially, 
um, sexually, what do you do when all the security is lost in a relationship? Um, I tell you what, look at it like this. You haven't logged into your account in a while and, you know, you're trying to log back in and you can't remember your password. So now you have to send in a request to to refresh your password, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what you got to do. You got to send in a request. Say, look, check this out. I'm missing this. I'm missing this. I'm missing this. I love you. I don't want you to go nowhere and I don't want to leave. But this is what I need in order for me to stay here and be who you need me to be. Right? You got to put all that on the table and give that person ample time to respond. Now, that person has has an opportunity to either appreciate and accept the challenge of getting back to that point or -hmm. rejecting it. Mm -hmm. Now, if that person chooses, because it is a choice at this point, if that person chooses not to give you what you asked for, at that point, you got to go to God and say, okay, Lord, here's where I'm at in life. Mm -hmm. I love this person. And I want to do exactly what you said do. Mm-hmm. But I need you to get them here, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can turn them over to God. Now, if God recognizes and, and, and realizes that this person ain't going to do what you need him to do and, and you taking him or her to God, God will free you from that person, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God has a way of either waking you up or moving you along, either way. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. outside of that, you have to you you have to be real and put your cards on the table. Now, if you can't get what you want from that person and they choose not to give it to you, then hey, what can you do? You gotta you gotta you again. Y'all gonna live in a point of contention forever. Y'all gonna always butt heads. Y'all gonna always disagree. Or y'all gonna be like two ships passing in the night, ignoring each other, but roommates living under. The Nobody's gonna be happy with that. You know, mm-hmm. I think you owe it to yourself to find somebody who's gonna give you all that, but also. Ask yourself, and, and this is another thing. Ask yourself, are you giving everything that you need to give in order to get what you want back? Again, right. like I said, being able to, like I'm telling my wife, look, when I come through the door, I need to be able to get a kiss coming through the door. I need some type of affection coming through the door. Again, when that security is shaking and I come through the door, man, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Good evening, whatever. When security is provided, I come in the door and I get a kiss. So guess what? Now I'm in control of whether or not I get that kiss or hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? So gotcha. now, now, guess what I'm guess what I'm want, what I'm willing to do? Guess how mm-hmm. much harder I'm willing to work in that area. Man, mm-hmm. look, I'm gonna make sure the security is provided. Cause guess what? Every other thing I want is is elevated because now you feel safer with me. Let's go with this mm-hmm. move. Mm-hmm. All right. I feel that. I feel that. So before we get off here, I really, I just want to say I really appreciate it. And I'm pretty sure that the listeners, especially my female listeners, but not just my female listeners, because I've noticed when just checking my analytics that I got a, a, some male, some male listeners too. So I'm hoping okay. that um, they all received the information that was given out on, on the podcast on today, because I think it was very insightful. I think it was very informative. And I think I've... I've learned something that I'm going to take away from the conversation and I'm just glad that you agreed to be a guest on today. But before we get off this podcast, I need the people to know how they can find you. I need them to know what you got going on, what's coming up and what's next for Dr. Rob, the love doctor. Okay. So this is where we at right now. First and foremost, y'all can catch me on Facebook under Robert Nolden, N-O-L-D-E-N. 
when y'all doing that, be careful. My daddy is on there. Y'all get him. And y'all start fighting. I am not responsible for nothing he said. I'm telling you. That's first and foremost, because he is a different animal. I'm telling you. That's the first thing. Secondly, I do have a fan page on um on Facebook, Love Dr. Rob. Um, you can catch me on Instagram and Twitter, love underscore doctor underscore rob. Um, and what's next? Uh it's gonna be lovedrrob.com. I'm just trying to, I think I'm at first I was gonna do uh just do it, set it up to where people could just get sessions or whatever. But I also want to plug and do all of that too. So that's what's holding that up. But that's okay. coming. I also am working. Um, I'm also working on a how to be married book, the 50-50 club. Because um, I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm believer in the people are always talking about the statistics when it comes to marriage. And they're like, you know, half of all marriages fail. And I'm like, well, that means half of all marriages are succeeding too. So where we at with it? You know, which side do you want to uh-huh. be on? So right. that's that's what I'm working on right now. Um, okay. Also, like coming up with the blog spots. Um, I'm, I'm actually creating a blog right now for um, blackmenwithbeers.com. Um, hey. And it's called uh, Take Your Pee Back. Now, most women are going to, uh, most people are going to go to the the other P, but the P for this one stands for power. And it's a wordplay, like it's all the way through. It's a very, very intricate wordplay, but it really gives women some insight to, to a lot of what we talked about today. So that, look, be on the lookout for that. Um, Friday morning at, I think, 7.20, I'm going to be on uh, WBOK, the uh, OT with Oliver Thomas. And it mm-hmm. is always interesting when I'm on with I love Oliver. his wife. Listen, he is a he's a he is a piece of work, and when uh-huh. we all come together, it's, it's very very interesting. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So uh-huh. y'all can catch me on that too. But uh, and in the book, it's on Amazon.com. He can't love you. Um, and I like I said, if y'all catch me on uh, Instagram or even through Facebook, I also do counseling sessions. Hit me up. Um, cause I, like I said, I don't care if you're a male or female. It's all about healing emotionally, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm what I'm really pushing right now. Um, more than just being a, a certified life coach and being a relationship advisor, at this point, I'm I'm working on being an emotional health coach, and I want I want everybody to heal so they can love properly, but be loved properly as well. Awesome, and Sha, you know, hats off to you. I've seen you've lost a tremendous amount of weight. Congratulations on oh, that! I see, thank you. I see you grinding. You. I see you grinding on Instagram. I see you grinding on Instagram. But I am so thankful and appreciative that you were uh, able to come on and join us on today, ladies, gentlemen. I think that we all can learn from Dr. Rob's book. Um, he can't love you. I think that it'll give the men the perspective on how to love a woman properly and i think it'll give us as women a perspective on how we should receive love and how you know the things that we can look for the red flags we can look for are those things that we should be looking for in mates and their partners and i really believe that it can also be beneficial to those that are already in relationships that are in marriages and stuff that you know you can start bringing healing toward your family with all the information that he provided with for us on um this podcast on today and, and let me say this about the book too, because this this is one thing that I that I had. One of the responses that I got, which I think was the greatest response that I I could have got from anybody, right? Mm-hmm. This woman gets the book and she's talking to me. She said, "Let me tell you something. 
I bought your book so I could throw it in my husband's face. I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, I oh, just wow. knew that when I finished reading this book, I was going to be able to say, see, this why you, and that's why you. And she said, throughout the book, it made me reflect on myself. Mm-hmm. And I saw yeah. a lot of things that I was doing that that perpetuated this stereotype of, of, prep, of kept me in this situation. So with that being said, when when you do get the book, men, women, it, as much as you're, you're going to be reading other people's story, don't be surprised when you see yourself in the story. Hmm. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, thank you for joining us on today's episode episode eight is live we are going live and dr rob once again i really appreciate you coming on now y'all stay tuned for uh the upcoming events uh upcoming events that i have coming up um i got some things coming up that's going to be virtual online and as soon as the world opens back up we're gonna have dr rob come out here in houston and we're gonna have this whole women's shing thing where he could literally like be face-to-face with us, spitting game, and letting us know what we need to do and how we need to level up as women. So also be on the lookout for my new EP, Freedom of Speech, that is coming out soon, as well as all things Eden Michelle. You can go to my uh, website or my link tree that's in my bio on Instagram, or just go to everything centralized at makingpowermoves.com. You can find any and everything, all things Eden Michelle. So Power Movers, once again, I appreciate you all listening. And remember... When light tries to throw things at you, don't get mad about it. Don't try to get even. Just look at it. And at some point, you just got to go, oh, oh well. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, we'll see you later. Thanks, Dr. Rob. You're welcome. <laughs>